Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is episode 48. Hey there everyone, how are we doing this week? I hope everyone is doing well and I hope you've had a really good and intentional week. Now remember in 2020, our main aim is to be intentional in everything we are doing with our main intention being to ensure that everything we do is about changing our lives for the better. This week, we're back on the business tip, because as you know, this podcast is about both business and the personal development we need to achieve to get those businesses up and running right. This podcast is about moving in an intentional way to create the opportunities we need to change what we are doing so we can create the new money we need to have the choices about where and how we live our best lives. That's why we're here, right? So this week, I want to talk about your starting point and the differences between a hobby, a side hustle and a small business. So you can have in your mind which one best suits where you are now. So let's dive in. So everybody knows what a hobby is, right? So how do you know your hobby isn't a side hustle? Well, because your hobby is something you engage with when you feel in the mood. You would typically engage with your hobby purely for enjoyment and not usually for money or for business purposes. And you would generally get into your hobby after work or maybe even at times when you're not at work. Another thing about your hobby is that you're purely engaged in your hobby for the love of it. And you can get those feelings again and again because you're not dependent on your hobby for your livelihood. You'll generally be working a job or doing something else somewhere else where you're earning your living to keep the roof over your head and your hobby becomes the thing you do when you're not working. The beauty about starting out with a hobby when you're starting out on the Living Your Best Life in Africa plan is that you really get to try and fail before you jump into a side hustle or a small business and you get to try and fail with intent. And you can do this with minimum cost to your finances and your pride because hobbies very rarely leave your house and therefore very few people know what you're about when it comes to your hobby. You can sort of make mistakes in private You would generally feel no pressure pursuing your hobby except for the pressure you put on yourself to remain committed to your hobby. For example, if you're a creative who likes to get into your hobby as a way to get out of your head and wind down after work or to create some excitement in your life when you're not at work, then you have to do your hobby to get this feeling. 
Now, what you generally find is that there may come a point in time where you start to love your hobby so much that you start to fantasize about doing your hobby for longer periods of time. You start saying things like, oh, I wish I could do this for longer. I wish I could do this every day. And then what generally tends to happen is that you find yourself talking about your hobby outside of your hobby periods and outside of your home. And you start talking to other people because it excites you so much to know how that hobby can make you feel and also the possibility that it could make other people feel that way. You see other people having taken their hobbies to the next level and you think to yourself, why not me? I could do that. And it's that realisation that you too could be one of those people who has other people buying into your passion as your hobby and then buying your products and services that moves you and your hobby onto the next level of possibly being a side hustle. Now, a side hustle is where you go when you've outgrown your hobby or it's where you go when you're ready to take your hobby to the next level. A side hustle is essentially a way of making money outside your regular job. You're past the stage where your side hustle can be a hobby that you do in front of the TV to wind down. And by the time you get to this stage, you're now at the point where you want to take things a lot more seriously. A side hustle is usually based on something you can do in your six to nine time. Remember that? That's the time before and after work and during your weekends and holidays. And you're usually doing your side hustle because you want to do something you love or something you're good at to earn an additional income. Now, what's great about a side hustle is that it gives you the freedom and the flexibility to pursue being your own boss by pursuing your passions or your skills when you really want to. Side hustles are also ways that people learn new skills and experiences to add to their hobbies or their passions or their skill levels because they want to use it in a bigger way to make a bigger impact in their side hustle plans. Side hustles are like the warm-up act to the main show, which is the development of your side hustle into a small business. Side hustles are like the try before you buy opportunities to see if you've got the right idea about what you want to do. Side hustles are great opportunities to test the waters with your thing, because although you're serious about wanting to start your own thing, sometimes it's a good idea to not be all in like perhaps you would be if you were starting a small business until you know that what you're doing is the right thing. If you find that it's the wrong thing or it just isn't working, you haven't lost anything for trying. In fact, you've gained a lot of experience that you can use to try again with a different idea or a different slant on what you were doing before. The main thing is that you must try and try again and keep trying until you hit the right floor for you. 
because your side hustle is your starter ticket up and out of this rat race. One of the main reasons why you would start a side hustle rather than a small business is to make extra money on top of your salary. And you're usually determined to do that because you need extra money for several reasons like paying off debt or to pay for a big purchase like school fees or to buy a big ticket item like a car or a house or to save for a holiday to an African or Caribbean country. Because we all know that when we're ready to travel, prices go through the roof. Or you may just be running your side hustle to save to live your best life. Now, it might shock you to know that 15% of people in the UK have no savings at all. And in the US, that figure is at 34%. That's 15 people out of every 100 and 34 people out of every 100 in the US who have no savings at all. And in the UK, 33% of people have less than £1,500 in savings. Whilst in the US, 69% of people have less than $1,000 in savings. And the figures in both countries are getting worse And African descent people make up a large proportion of people in those figures. Now, when we get on to young people, it might shock you to know that young people aged 22 to 29 are the worst at saving, with a whopping 53% having no savings at all. Without savings, when something goes wrong, you have very little defence to try and fix it. And if you need a cash injection, it's at this time that you're more likely to borrow money at really high rates. And once you start doing that, you get nowhere fast because any little extra money you might raise from your side hustle, you're going to use that money to start paying off interest rates. The main reason people gave for not saving money was their poor or irregular earnings. So it shouldn't surprise you that one of the main reasons people would set up a side hustle is to earn that extra money. Now, in the last five to 10 years, the main people setting up and running side hustles, surprise, surprise, are young people with as many as 25% of young people running one or more side hustles to earn extra money. Why? Because young people suffer some of the most poverty wages and insecure contractual working arrangements at this time. But young people still want to do things and buy things. So they earn extra money from starting side hustles in their bedrooms. I remember my own son starting several side hustles from his bedroom for this very reason. There were things he wanted to buy and places he wanted to go and he wanted to fund this himself. So we started side hustles while completing his schooling and university studies. And he's still running those side hustles now, except that he's turned them into small businesses. But for olders which is sometimes what people older than 30 are called, 
We olders are the slowest to start side hustles because we tend to be in jobs that we're loyal to, but which we don't necessarily like and which likely don't pay us the kind of liberation money we need to live our best lives. But what olders have a tendency to do is to mourn and complain about feeling financially trapped during their six to nine time which is the exact time older should be spending on running side hustles and testing our own waters to see what works. But instead, older spend the time moaning and then get up and go back to the same job they're loyal to on a Monday morning and they rinse and repeat that cycle. Now, clearly, if you're listening to this podcast, you will know that I want something different for you. If you're serious about starting to plan to live your best life in Africa or a hot country of your choice or just having the money to be able to have a choice, I'm inviting you to take a leap of faith by starting a side hustle. This is the easiest place to start if you're at the point where you need to earn extra money because if you start here, you don't have to jump through any legal hoops. You just need an idea and you need to test out your idea to see if it solves a problem people want solving. And if it does, dive right in. If you think your idea doesn't solve a problem people want solving, then think of something else and test that idea. And then rinse and repeat until you hit an idea that you know solves a problem people want solving. The most important thing is that you start something. Five of the most common side hustles olders are starting are driving for Uber, renting out a spare room, planning and catering for events, delivering food and selling goods on eBay or Etsy. If this is you, then why not think about starting here? If you have no idea where to start, then in the planner that I'm launching in April, there are exercises in the planner that will help you to map out your idea so that you can see where your strength lies and which idea you should go with. Now, if you want a copy of the planner, I'm going to say a little bit more about this towards the end of the podcast. So stay listening until the end. When you're ready to start your side hustle, like starting anything that you're serious about, the key to your success is planning. Firstly, think about what side hustle you want to start. And remember that if it's something you enjoy, something you're passionate about or something you're just great at, then you're more likely to succeed at your side hustle because it won't feel like real work. You'll need to work out how much time you can realistically devote to your side hustle and make sure you devote that time so you remain consistent at doing your thing. The more realistic amounts of time you can set yourself to work on your side hustle, the more sustainable it's likely to be and the more success it's likely to generate. The final thing I want to say about side hustles is to try and make sure your side hustle doesn't conflict with your day job if you're staying in the day job. If it does, 
you're likely to find that if your boss gets wind of what you're doing, it could cause problems for you at work. I mean, think about it. Let's say, for example, you work for a barber and you want to start your own little mobile barber shop during your six to nine time. Clearly, your employer is going to think that your mobile side hustle is likely going to take business away from his main business that employs you. So think about how those kinds of conflicts might arise and try to avoid them. If you do pick something that's the same or similar to your day job, then keep it on the down low until you've grown your side hustle and you're ready to quit your job and branch out into a small business. Or alternatively, just choose something else. But the idea is do something and grow it until you're confident enough to take the step from side hustle to small business. Now, a small business is something a little more different to a side hustle. A small business is something you start if you're a little more serious and a little more definite about what you want to do. The reasons for starting a small business can also be more varied than running a side hustle. For example, you might have outgrown the reasons for starting your side hustle and you feel ready to take that next step. You might also be making enough money to take your business a little more seriously. Or your side hustle may have grown to a level where you can't manage it alone and you need to think about taking on staff. It's much more difficult to take on staff with a side hustle because once you have to start moving people from generally helping you out to paying people to work for you, you start running into paperwork around things like wages, tax and national insurance, which is a little bit more time consuming to manage. And if you're running a side hustle, then you're likely doing this whilst you're still working the job. So stepping into a business means that you're likely to have thought about changing the way you work to give yourself more time to address these types of matters that go alongside starting a small business. By the time you're ready to move beyond people volunteering to help you on the odd evening or a Saturday, your business has definitely moved on and you need to be thinking about help arrangements that are a little more permanent and transparent. Also, you may have decided to start running your small business after taking a hiatus from your full-time job. Lots of people do this. Suddenly they find that they've earned the right to take a sabbatical from the job or they find that they're in a really good position to give up the job for a period of time to see how things go with their business. And that period of time can last from several weeks to as long as a year or two. Other people make a decision to cut their working hours from full time to part time once they've made a commitment to give their small business a serious go, knowing that if they don't have the job to go to every day or they've got several days in the week where they don't have to go to work, they'll have the time and the energy to really delve into making their small business a success. Because when you quit the job, it's like sending a message to yourself that you have every confidence in what you're doing 
and you have the confidence that what you're doing is really going to work. And in many ways, the message you're sending yourself is right. Because when you're parting or all in by giving up some or all of your day job, you're telling yourself that your business has to work. Because if it doesn't, in the immediate, you have no plan B. You don't have those hours to fall back on. But in return, you get to build your confidence in what you're doing. You get to develop your skill set and you have the time to really grow in depth and experience, both personally and professionally. And all of that will add to the likely success of your small business. And the great thing about starting a small business is that you're going to be starting that business from a position of experience. Because if you follow the Living Your Best Life in Africa plan, you're likely to have started from turning your hobby into a side hustle and then turning your side hustle into a small business. And all that learning from that pathway that you've taken is going to add strength to your new business. And that strength is going to increase the likelihood of your business being your greatest success. So if you're not sure about where you should start, start by exploring your passion as a hobby. Try to commit to that, no matter what your hobby is. If you commit to your passion as a hobby, you can commit to growing in confidence to take your hobby to the next level, which for you would be a side hustle. And try to make that transition as quickly as you can. Because remember, when you're running a side hustle, you're not all in. And therefore, the risks if things don't work out are very low. But the most important thing is to make a commitment to start. By the time this episode comes out, we will be into the month of March, which will mean that almost 25% of the year has already gone. So you and I both know that when we next look up, 50% of the year will be gone and we could well be resigning ourselves to giving up on the year and trying to focus on 2021. Don't let that happen. Start something now. And if you don't know where to start, start with a passion that you have that you can turn into a hobby and then turn into a side hustle. Now, if you want some help to make that start and move on to the first rung of your freedom plan, then as I said earlier, I've created a fantastic new Start Your New Business Planner that you can use to guide yourself through the process of identifying what you want to do and then moving on to starting your side hustle or your small business. And you can also use the planner as a tracking tool to help you to track your progress and to help you to plan what you need to do in the following week to stay on track. The Start Your Business Planner will be out in April 2020 to coincide with the first anniversary of the launch of the podcast. Now, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, 
I'm going to be doing something really special with a small group of people, which is to help them to plan their side hustle or their small business. But I'm only going to be working with those people who take action. So if you want in on this, then what you have to do is to reserve your copy of the planner now. And you can do this by going to drasha.mikajabi.com forward slash planner. That's D-R-A-S-H-E-R dot M-Y-K-A-J-A-B-I dot com forward slash P-L-A-N-N-E-R. Go to that site and register for your copy of the planner. Those registrations are really important because I get a record of who's registered and then I'll be contacting you directly to tell you what we're going to be doing in the weeks that follow. So all I want to say in ending is that whether it's a hobby, a side hustle or a small business, ultimately what I want you to do is to be intentional, to take action by taking that first step on the road to changing your life. Because if you do that, you're taking back your power to create the reality of your dreams. So until next week, just start by taking action. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asha and I'm out. Mm-hmm.